What's up? Welcome to Outside the Top 25. I am your host, Rob Fox. I am joined, as always, by Dan Register, and both of us are oddly dressed up today, as compared to... That's you dressed up? A little bit. No, I'm not like going to... It's pretty to a, standard for you. Not like going to a wedding. Well, I'm wearing... Vineyard vines, no, quarter zip. No, I'm not wearing tennis shoes, and the cords are a little higher level than, than, than a chino. Okay. Yeah. And you've got a handsome bomber jacket on. I do. I got my best Jimmy Stewart on. Yeah. Uh, I think you're... Dan was getting compliments on this jacket before we went on air, and I disagree. I think he's stealing valor. I think so, with the military green. Yeah, military green it's bomber kind of what jacket. I was going for, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, you want to heavily imply that you were a bomber pilot or bomber crew member, perhaps, between World War II and... and Korea. Yeah. 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 So somewhere between Jimmy Stewart and Ted Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Two of America's most beloved celebrities of that era racked up a lot of kills. A lot of kills. Especially Jimmy. Jimmy had by far the most kills in American history. You can actually look it up. I, <laughs> Jimmy Stewart might have killed more people than every other celebrity combined in the history of America. Uh, they actually called Jimmy Stewart white silence. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart, for those who don't know, he was, uh, I forget what he did on the, the, the bomber, but he, he flew bombing missions, I think as a pilot, but I could be wrong about that. And he got promoted out of flying the missions, essentially. Like, he got promoted out of having to go on these dangerous-ass ass missions all the time. And uh, he still, partly, I guess, out of a sense of duty, was like, oh, it's not right for, for the boys to go up there. Not me. I got to fly. I gotta fly. I'm just no. I'm no better than any other man. But I think part of it was he had a lust for blood. He loved to kill. He loved to kill Nazis. <laughs> I'm gonna wipe all you bastards right off the face of the earth. People don't know this, but he was actually solely responsible for Dresden. Yeah, he, he did went, it alone. He did it alone. He was just he was just <laughs> flying circles above Dresden all night, <laughs> dropping napalm or whatever the fuck out of the out of the plane. <laughs> drunk they gave him a medal for that yeah this yeah. will teach you you bastards not on my watch Oof, man I, I love your jimmy stewart <laughs> <laughs> it, like it's not necessarily perfect but like you get you get exactly what you're going for right yeah, yeah. I, I do it it'll again. get you there yeah it's like a toyota camry I'll take it. Whatever. The essence is there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so yeah, I think they think you look handsome. I think you look handsome, but you are, but it's while you're stealing valor. But right. everyone would, anyone stealing valor typically would look handsome. Like if you somehow like found a Marine un- dress blues at Goodwill and you put them on, you look good, right? You wouldn't know what you were talking about when someone was like, what unit were you in? You're like, oh, the first. <laughs> like, but. You look good. You better look good. Right. Yeah, if you don't look good, I mean, fuck half you. the reason the Confederacy lost is because they looked like shit. They did. They were wearing rags and shit. Those fucking, those fucking federal blues were a lot better looking. A little more crisp. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Completely. Like, go watch the movie Gettysburg, and you tell me which side is better Confederates dressed. Confederates are a little too baggy. Yeah. I, well, look, the generals looked good, but, right. I mean, top to bottom, the Union Army, way more, way more handsomely dressed. Yes. And that's why they won. Look good, feel good, play good. Well, to be fair, that doesn't always work. I think the Nazis were better dressed than any of their uh, Well, before we came in, I think they were holding their own. They I think were. they were doing more than holding their own. I think they were winning. Did you know, so we do a history podcast called Softcore History, so I'll just promote that since we're opening the show with history. Uh, did you know that uh, when the Americans marched through Paris to like liberate it or whatever, the Parisians were like, this is who beat the Germans? Because we all looked like shit. Like, the Germans were always pretty put together. Right. Even when they, like, felt like shit. But the Americans, you were Americans, you know? Yeah, those 11-year-old boys defending Berlin looked fantastic. Real good. Yeah. Real good. Oh, wait, I can't do that anymore. Best child soldiers. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty... (laughs) That's very problematic, that hand gesture I just made. Let's clip that. Very Kyle Rittenhouse. Let's clip that. Dan saying the Nazis were well-dressed, giving a white power symbol. And I'm done. We're all done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, though, yeah, let's get into some, uh, some fucking football this week. We have, uh, what's the title of this show? It's the Carousel of Failure, because there are a lot of open jobs right now. There are a shit ton. 
Uh, and we'll only talk about the ones that are outside the top 25. But course. there's some hilarious ones outside the top 25. And you would think Wait, most, you missed? Oh, most you... job openings would be outside the top 25. It'd be kind of weird if a, a team in like the top 10 was trying to replace their coach. Yeah. Unless he left. Which, you know, could happen. Uh, right now, pro- obviously the biggest job is LSU. Uh, yes. And uh, there are uh, some irons in the fire right now down in Baton Rouge. People are talking about Lincoln Riley. I hate that. Well, Don't you hate I, Lincoln Riley. I do hate Lincoln Riley. He has diminishing returns every year. Every single year, they've gotten worse. Especially next year, if he's not there. Yeah, that'll be his coup de grace. <laughs> Can't do... like Him at LSU, I think, is a good fit, though. I think... Why? Just bigger talent pool. Um, than more, Oklahoma? More money. Than Oklahoma? People care more. He had yeah. two back-to-back number one draft picks. Oh, I'm not saying... Two Heisman winners back-to-back. Right, right, right. But those are all transfers. C.D. Lamb? Also, there's talks. If he goes to LSU, Caleb Williams going with him. Yeah, that's fine. But I don't think... I don't think Riley's talent pool, <laughs> certainly not at the skill positions, has ever been an issue. No. No, no, no. But people in Louisiana are a different breed, man. Yeah, I know. Because when you run in a swamp... Yeah, and then the, then someone finally puts you on normal ground when you're 17. Like we always talk about Florida, we always talk about Texas, we always talk about California being like the hotbed recruiting states. Louisiana, by itself, I would probably take four. So here's why: Florida, California, and Texas are hotbeds. They all love football, but there's just a lot of people there. Louisiana, you know the you know people joke like, oh, basketball or football is their only way out. It's their only way out in Louisiana. And I'm not just talking about for black people. I'm talking about for anyone that wants to get out of anywhere that isn't New Orleans and kind of most of New Orleans. No pressure, no diamonds. Yeah. I think Robert Griffin III said that. Yeah. Like if you live in like middle Louisiana, no one's working harder than you to get the fuck out of middle Louisiana. Like central Louisiana is just a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, and it's definitely a harder route to the playoff. At LSU, obviously got to go through Bama. Way harder than fucking the Big 12. Well, actually, no. They have the same level of difficulty now. But I think LSU has more money, more resources. Yeah. Like, I know Oklahoma doesn't want to hear this, but, you know, they're on their way to the SEC anyway. So, like, you're just kind of trading. I don't know. It's like you're trading in a fucking Lexus for a Mercedes. I guess. Uh, let me see. Okay, so Forbes from 2019. The most valuable college football programs, I think is what it is. Yeah, most valuable teams. Um, man, Forbes has such a dog shit website. I hate these fucking... All of these websites are awful. It's, it's, it's just nothing but pop-ups. If, if it's not a paid subscription site at this point, it's fucking terrible. And you, it's like next slide, next slide, and you have like four different pop-ups that come up yeah. through each slide. So in 2019, the only programs ahead of Oklahoma were A&M, Texas, Michigan, Alabama, and Ohio State. LSU, quite a bit down. Not quite a bit down the list, but they're like six spots down the list. Mm-hmm. I don't buy that. They're on par. I don't like buy if they're going to offer you more has, money. It's a lateral. It's it's. I think LSU is the more. I don't know if they're even more prestigious. I just like the program better. Right. Does that make sense? I mean, I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Now that they're in the SEC, I guess it is a lateral move. You're probably under less pressure to win at Oklahoma. As weird as that is to say. Yeah. Um, because Oklahoma, they haven't won a championship since like 2000. Maybe it's just you know quality of life. Would you rela- would you rather live in Norman, Oklahoma, or Baton Rouge? So if you're rich, where you're 40 in, if, minutes away from New Orleans. If you're rich in Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge is great. Yes, Baton Rouge is like nice neighborhoods are fucking bananas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'd rather be rich in Baton Rouge than rich in fucking Norman. Yeah, suburb of Oklahoma City. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm good. I don't need to watch the thunder. Yeah, or get murdered by a tornado. Like, just a mile-wide Or tornado. a bomb. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> what? That was, like, 20 years ago. Yeah. Still a lot of little chairs <clears throat> sitting at that monument. That is, was, it like the for the sh- kids. is it like the shoe museum for the World War II? What? Little shoes? Yes. So they just, have a, they just responded with little chairs. 
Yeah, the the monument for the Oklahoma City bombing is like a bunch of chairs. It was an office building, and then but for the kids that died because there's a daycare in the building, it's smaller. Do that booster seats? Smaller chairs. Uh, you know, I don't know if they did something extra for the babies. Okay. As a parent, I think you should know that. You'll have to visit and find out, I guess. Eh, I just never want to. Visit. I know you won't. Yeah. I'll drive through Oklahoma City. I don't really want to stop in Oklahoma City. That's fair. Yeah. Although I heard, I've heard like it's better than you would think. Both Oklahoma City and Tulsa are fine. You like City Walk in Oklahoma City? I've only been to each like once. I didn't <clears throat> get the full view. But is, it, is it Bricktown in Oklahoma City? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Let's. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's where City Walk is. It's seven different bars mm. all in the same bar. So you know exactly oh, that's what that's nice. like. Yeah, so I think wait, I can skip oh, over that. So it's like uh, Power and Light or exactly. Ballpark Village? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Tulsa probably could be Wakanda right now if certain things didn't happen. What? <laughs> Tulsa? Yeah. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. I mean, the, the KKK stole the vibranium, so. They really did. They were not happy that black people, it, it wasn't even like, they call it Black Wall Street, but it was just like a nice, like. Neighborhood. A nice neighborhood. And like, even that was too much. That you just set on fire. Right. Even that was too much for these people to handle. <laughs> like, <laughs> goddamn. Anyway. Uh, imagine the state of Oklahoma if Tulsa never falls. Probably a lot better off. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't like Lincoln Riley to LSU. Is there anyone else you think would go to LSU? Um, right now, I think Billy Napier would be the best fit. I don't think he's going to get the job. Just kind of t- doing that step up from Louisiana to LSU. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I think he's already people... got the pipeline. He's already a great coach. Right. Um, he knows the area. He's just, he's just built. Right. Like, he has that personality for Louisiana. And I think he would be a great coach for LSU, but they won't hire him because he's not a big enough name. Yep. No. I was going to say, these people are crazy. That, that's the thing, too, is LSU fans are like <clears throat> 10 times, 20 times crazier than Oklahoma fans. They demand a lot more success. I don't, you never really hear Oklahoma fans that furious that they haven't won a title in like 20 years, right? Yeah. They're content with like, being, they just win, win the conference. Yeah, they're content but with I don't being know like if the, they're going to be content being like third or fourth in the sec now they're sure not they're gonna get fucking fucked in the sec not as bad as texas but they don't understand what's coming what's coming is what happens to them in the playoff every year well then they'll just kind of point to the game against georgia that was the shootout yeah where they actually totally blew baker went off i think they're winning most of that game and they were up huge at the half they could they choked that game away right that was their best chance to win a national championship. Um, anyone else at LSU or that could potentially fill LSU is maybe. I don't really see James Franklin no. as like a fit. Um, that was a name being thrown around. I don't even see him at USC. I don't like him at USC either. I don't know where he Franklin goes, but I think he's going somewhere. A lot of talk about Fickle going to USC because obviously the AD from Cincinnati is yeah. now the AD at USC. Fickle to USC makes more sense, although the one thing that he is, just seems like a Midwest guy, though I don't right. see Fickle as kind of in, ingrained into LA culture. But then again, McCronin, right, took over that UCLA job. Yep. So you, McCronin was absolutely a from square, a square peg for yeah. uh, for LA, and, and it he, seems to fit. Yeah, you know, people change when they go out there. Changed man. Mick Cronin's wearing fucking fine Italian tailored suits. Yeah, maybe that's what Luke Fickle will do. Is he married? I imagine Fickle is. Yeah. No, I meant Cronin. That's a good question. I don't think so. Well, good because otherwise that marriage would have been in trouble. <laughs> you don't move to LA and start dressing like that for your wife. No, no, you sure don't. <laughs> <laughs> you sure don't. Uh. Uh, yeah, I do still like Fickle to USC, though. I think that's the best fit for that. Um, the you know inter- what's weirdly a, like a good job, I think, that has like brand new facilities, has kind of a winning culture uh, that isn't really talked about? TCU. Fort Worth. It's okay. Yeah. You don't like that job? It's an okay job. Well, now that's, you know, it's going to be a G6 program. Yeah, so it's in a conference that's dying. Um, well, hold on. They were... <laughs> They were it's a good basketball conference. How dare you? Well, they just lost two, two of their three best basketball And we just programs. got Cincinnati, BYU. 
who is a fucking wagon, by the way. No, the, you got Houston. That is who is and he, important oh, basketball Houston, school. Houston, and then UCF, who is a dark horse, according to John Rothstein. A bubble team? Yeah. All right. We might make some noise in the, in the, in the first American. round of the tournament. All know? right. Um, I don't like the TCU job that much. They're certainly going to have to pull from beneath. I don't think, I don't think they're, they're not going to get a lateral move guy, right? They're not going to get a Matt Campbell. They're not going to get a, someone from a program in the SEC or Pac-12 or ACC, unless it's a really low-tier ACC team. Right. Uh, Div Wagner and Chess is Luke Fickle's married with eight kids. Yes. We were, I think we were talking about Mick Cronin. Yeah. We, we are unsure whether or not Mick Cronin is married. I, I don't care to look it up either. I'll, oh. Uh, oh, no. He's divorced. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's big, big divorce, like, dad energy. Yeah. So he's crushing it out there. Of course. He's probably, he probably moved to L.A. to get away from his family. Well, he has a very cute daughter. She seems sweet. <laughs> and she's like 13 or something, it looks like, or 10, 10, somewhere 10 to 13. So she, she's at that age where she probably likes like hanging out around the team, you know, that dad's cool job type mm-hmm. of situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she lives in L.A. or not. A.J. Gamble says TCU's been irrelevant since uh, LaDainian Tomlinson got drafted. That is not true. They, yeah, they uh, were, uh, they were they cl- went, real close to making a playoff. They were, well, yeah, they, played, they put TCU and Boise the two undefeated teams together in a fucking No, I meant when they're in the Big 12. Oh, that's it, yeah. Yeah, they had a really great year in the Big 12 with them and Baylor. Um, yeah, TCU is... I, and you know, I think the TCU job is even too small to poach someone like Napier. You, you think Napier wants a bigger job than TCU? I would. Yeah, 100%. I could see maybe like the coastal guy going to TCU. Okay. Mm. But... Well, he's probably on his way out, I'd imagine. You got to think so. But like, yeah, TCU... He has McCall for another year, but mm, he's not going to be there longer than another year or so. Right. And, and by the way, TCU's only been in the Big 12 for like not even a decade. So there's not a long history of power conference. I mean, I know they're in the Southwest Conference. Another interesting job is Washington. Ugh, boy. A once, uh, a once proud program. Well, kind of. They have a natty in the 90s. Yeah. And I mean, Chris Peterson... He got him to the playoff. Got him to the playoff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, even before that, Sar- Sark was there. Sark wasn't very good there, though. No, he wasn't. Sark's S- not very good anyway. Sark's kind of uh, all hype. Not a whole lot of success. He's a coordinator. Yeah. He's a coordinator. That's all he is. And that's fine. Get paid. Get paid. Do your thing. Then go be a coordinator again. Did you hear his, uh, the press conference he had at, for Texas this past week? And the guy that was asking the question was pretty much like blowing him. Like we all know you and the staff you put together is it's one of the best staffs in college football. Like there's no question in that. Like they, he just kept kind of stroking off right. Sark and be like, we, we, we got faith you're going to turn this around. Like did you ask a question, Was that sir? like a student reporter? No. It was like an old man. Good Lord. <laughs> it's like. Such 60. a such a broken program, oh. such a broken culture. Herman, I mean, they're still paying for Herman. Is Herman interested in any of these jobs? You think? Where is Herman? Is he? A, I think he's a like a offensive analyst for the Bears. Yeah, uh, I which think, is not a good thing to be. Like I Maggie think stinks. Herman would be great at Washington, Virginia Tech, not Washington State. I think that's too small potatoes for him. No, he's got to be at a small program. I think he is successful when he goes to like a, a Houston. Yeah, I mean. I guess the weird thing about Herman as a head coach is he's never really won with his own players. I mean, those, those Texas teams, that, those were Charlie Strong's guy. Like, he didn't recruit Sam Ellinger. He was winning with a, I mean, I know they were bringing people in on the back end of it, but like Herman's, well, Herman's literal best player wasn't recruited by Tom Herman. Yeah, he was. Ellinger? Oh, no, I'm talking about Houston. Yeah. When he was at Houston, he recruited um, defensive end. Blanking on his name right now. Fucking. Uh, yeah, Oliver. Okay. But I mean, even a lot of those Houston guys, though, that was Sumlin's program. He took, he took over the reins. It, it was Sumlin had him humming. I, it's, I, Ed I'm, Oliver. Tom Herman's never built a program to me. Okay. Um, but I think, he, I think Herman would be a good, good fit at like Washington or. Virginia Tech. Um, actually, Washington would probably be the best fit for him, for Tom Herman. Oof. 
I I feel like being a Pacific Northwest guy requires a certain I I don't know like casualness to yourself. I, Herman is not do, fit for the North, do a lot Northwest. of people in the Pacific Northwest seem casual about themselves? Don't take themselves too seriously. All the coaches Maybe. don't. Maybe in the like football you need realm, a right? Mark Few, right? Yeah. Not a fucking yeah. Not, I'm not talking about people creating their own society in the streets yeah. of Portland. Well, oh, in the streets of Seattle. That's it. The Chaz. Yeah, we, we don't need that. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm talking more just kind of got like an older kind of uh, guy who's not too intense. Herman seems too intense. He's a pea chart. If your your peas even remotely yellow, you're a bad guy. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's true though. That's true. That's why I drink a gallon of water a day. Yeah, I check my wife's pee every time. Our marriage is on the rocks. How often is she a bad guy? Uh, well, like I said, our marriage is on the rocks. It's a daily source of uh, conflict. Uh, conflict yeah. for us. Yeah. Yeah. Do you test your pee, Giorgio? Yeah. Your girlfriend's pee? No. She more like she would test your pee, if anything. Yeah, she likes to test my saliva and then like the the stuff that grows in the back of your tongue. She likes me to scrape that off and put into a bag for her. Why do you guys ask me these things? I, You're not ready for the answers. I'm not, I wasn't. I wasn't. Hmm. Yeah, but you could kind of pick up and go wherever you want tomorrow. We've talked about this on RPR. We're free birds, Daniel. We are. The problem is, though, he's not. <laughs> I'm a cage bird. This leads me to believe that there's a level of enjoyment with these things. No, no, no. That's right. not true. He's going to Miami next week. That's right. Forever? What, what are we talking about? We don't know. He, he might not come back. All right, that's fair. Well, I'm gonna be gone on the second, and then I think I'm probably going back on the twelfth. Giorgio so. is is like a uh, an outside cat, right? Like you let him out every day, assuming he's gonna come back because this is where he gets fed. But yeah. you never know that we have so many outside cats in my apartment complex. <laughs> Someone could be putting milk out for me somewhere else. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, maybe it is Miami. I mean, they're probably gonna replace Manny Diaz. That'll be a job opening. That will be. And, uh, uh, they're in talks allegedly with Lane? With That'd who? be weird. Le- I, so, oh, Lane Kiffin. Lane yeah. going to Miami I don't think is a good move. I don't think so either. I think he's at a perfect place right now. Perfect. Yeah, he's a god there. You win eight, nine games a year at Ole Miss, they're good. And here's the thing, though. Ole Miss has the resources to jump up and be scary like once or twice a decade. Mm-hmm. To like really threaten for big things. Once or twice a decade. And with him, I, I think he's one of the best offensive minds in college football. I think they're always going to be, like, threatening if he's there. Yeah. All they need to do. So, like, pe- people don't think about this enough with college football because the results seem so ironclad and, and it seems so obvious who's good and who's bad and everything. Unlike in a sport like baseball or basketball where it's like, yeah, man, like, sometimes there's weird bounces and they go your way and sometimes they don't. But... That is the case in football, especially college football as well, too. Like, all you need to do is essentially, like, close games are typically coin flips, right? Like, it's not, so all you need to do is just get a little lucky in, like, two or three games. And if you're recruiting the talent to increase your chances of being lucky, like, it's, it's, they're, Ole Miss with Lane will never be that far away. And then they will be, but they will also be a train. Once or twice a decade. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like, dude, this team's fucking... They might make like a national championship run, especially when Saban leaves the station. Yep. Yeah. 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 I think Ole Miss is a perfect spot for him. No. I don't think Miami has a higher ceiling. No. It's a worse home crowd, a worse fan base. Right. They don't even have their own fucking stadium. I mean, I think you can make the argument Virginia Tech might be a better job than Miami. I agree with that. Guys, I've... no. You're forgetting the, like, a very important thing for old men, what it's like to live there. Have either one of you been... To Ole Miss, it is miserable. You can't even fly into the city. Oxford? Oxford's great. I didn't like it when I was I there. And do not even talk about Blacksburg and Virginia Tech. <laughs> that's like, fair. Like, dear okay. God. Yeah. That's fair. But Oxford is dope. And also, you don't need to really fly into Oxford. He's flying to Memphis. It's like less than an hour away. Yeah. The Money Uber goes would a not lot take, further. I sat at my... Guys, I sat at the hotel at Old Miss. Three different Ubers trying to take me to the airport. One looks at me and goes like, I ain't going to Tennessee. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Where else am I supposed to go? Didn't they have like a shuttle service like Mizzou did? Like Columbia did where you take a, uh, they like drive a van to St. Louis STL KC Airport? 
Probably, but I couldn't find it. Well, you not using the internet right is not Oxford's problem. I did find a girl at a local coffee shop, and she came to the frat rave that night that we threw. Nice. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, but I, money doesn't really go far in Miami. It goes really fucking it far It goes real quick. Yeah. Co- I'm talking about college football money, though. Like, this, this, is, this is multi-million dollars. Yeah, but, I mean, Lane just did the Florida life. He was it, just in Boca. Here's it's the true. thing, though. Lane makes $4.5 a year at Ole Miss, and honestly, $4.5 million in Miami is not that rich. No. Like, you're, you're living in an upper-middle-class neighborhood, and, whereas you're the king of Oxford at $4.5 Right. You can spend $4.5 in a night in Miami. Yeah, like, Dwayne Wade thinks you're a hobo. You go to, like, the wrong art gallery, you might owe them money by the end of the night. Yeah, like over paying. in Wynwood, you know, on the walls, little, little. Go to Brickle. Oh, sh- fucking spend seventy five dollars a drink. Go to Coyote Tacos. Yeah, uh huh. Know about that? I think Axis Towers. Yeah, yeah. God forbid you want to go to South Beach. No, no, no. No one goes to South Beach. If you actually live in Miami, you steer far away from that. So that's like when you live in New Orleans, you don't go to the quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even what's hilarious about that is New Orleans people are like. Only tourists go to the quarter. We go to Frenchman Street, and Frenchman Street is like two blocks away from the fucking French quarter. But while we're on Miami, why do people kiss each other on the cheek? And they, they, they demand that you do it too. Like, I get the. Like, yeah. I don't it's know. A culture they're, thing? Yeah, they're Dominican and Cuban yeah, and they're shit. They're all Cuban. That's, that's, that's North Havana. But then you're, it's like you're offending them if you don't just immediately do it too. That's another thing too. If Lane goes to Miami, he's got to learn Spanish. Yeah, he don't want to do he's Well, he's just not going to do that. He's not going to. Yeah. And like you can't like I'm not even kidding. You need a translator to go to Miami. Like you, if you want to get a sandwich at Publix, you want to uh, get a, pu- a pub sub. Yeah, you gotta speak Spanish. <laughs> that, that, that 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 spicy chicken pub sub. The chicken tender, yeah. You throw yeah. the buffalo sauce on. Uh-huh. It. Yeah. yeah. Yes, God. sir. Do you watch them cut it up right in front of you? Oh yeah. Or you get the uh, the boar's head meat. Everyone's talking about. Everyone talks about public subs. Like there's some fucking revelation. That's just a sandwich. The oh, actually, it's a quality sandwich. The craziest sandwich. part is, is the people being like, "Yeah, man," and it's boar's head meat. I'm like, "Oh, boar's head meat—the like middle-priced meat you can get at a grocery store." Fucking incredible, dude. The, I'm, I'm not like fucking sh- stroking off pub subs. I know. I also like I I never ride for a Wawa that hard. I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. Man. I the one thing I will say about the public sub the, that surprised me because I thought it'd be like the meat or something. It was just the bread was really good. Bread's yeah. I, I thought the bread was the best part. It's not even that good. It's just, it was better than the boar's head. Like the the reason Philadelphia and like the Northeast has, I guess, better like sandwich scene. Also Chicago, is just like the bread. Yeah, and the Northeast has like a weird water situation that makes. That's what we like to say. It's it's in the water. In the water. It's in the water. Dan, how do you feel about sheets? If you're not a Wawa guy, I've actually never been in sheets. Really? I lo- no, I'm not, I am a Wawa guy. I'm I'm from like the original Wawas around the block, like around the corner from my house. Do you have a very artsy photo of it? No. No, it's, it's Delco. Okay. <laughs> There's no such thing as an artsy photo in Delco. People in St. Louis try to do that, like the de- decrepit city artsy stuff. That's true. Like old like shoe factories. Or North something. of Lamar. People try to go to like Fairmount Park and just like take photos of the graffiti in like the half pipes. Yeah. And it's... People try to do that here too. That's art, I guess. There's like that graffiti wall on North Lamar. That oh, everyone... they shut that shit down. They're building like a condo on that. Good. That thing was stupid. <laughs> Fuck art. Yeah. More condos. Yeah. I'm I agree down with, with it. that. Uh, I think with these jobs, USC and LSU are the own, and maybe Washington are the only three that are going to get people you've like heard of, heard of. TCU, Virginia Tech. And... By far the worst job is Washington State. Yeah. Wazoo. They're gonna get FBS or or FCS or um or or G five guys to go there. Uh, um, it's not gonna be. It might be a, trying a good, to get anyone to go to Pullman. Right, impossible. Yeah. Why would you ever go there? I don't know. For the money, like to just upgrade. It's another stepping stone. Washington State has got to be. Washington State, Loki, uh, pretty decent in basketball this year. They're doing the uh, the whole money ball situation, deep analytics. That's all that that's all that means. Okay, they're they're going in on the analytics. You got to do that's the type of shit you got to do. But for football, just make Hawaii your pipeline. Like just bring in uh, right, bring in Todd Graham. 
be a good fit for fucking Pullman. Yeah, why not? Wazoo, I, Washington State's got to be like a bottom five power five program, right? To work? I mean, yeah, it depends who's there. Obviously, Leach had them kind of humming for a bit. Yeah. But it's it's tough. It's probably uh, so fi- like one of the five t- toughest jobs in the P5. Yeah, and just least desirable. So toughest. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, I think Vanderbilt and Kansas have higher ceilings than Washington State. Does. I don't think Kansas is that bad of a job. I don't either. And I fucking hate Kansas. I think they've just been unsuccessful with who they've hired. Yeah. I mean, got to bring back Mangino. Like, I, there's so many random-ass programs I'd rather do than Washington State. Like, fucking Boston and I honestly College. Think, I like, think Kansas made the right hire. They did. Uh, man, yeah, Washington State, it's just... And the other thing, too, is, is that, like, it's a program in the, the, conference, the Power Five conference people care the least about. It's the program people care the least about in that conference. Yeah. So, like, what, what do you but, do? But, you know, you don't have any academic re- restrictions. It's That's like, certainly true. It's not like you're fucking Berkeley. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I just I can't think of that many football jobs that are worse. Like, Syracuse, I would put with that. I don't know who you're getting to play in upstate New York. I don't think that's about that. Like Donovan McNabb played at Syracuse. That was random. I, I think overall Syracuse isn't. You just got to keep promising guys at Syracuse that they can play quarterback and point guard. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Paulus. Yeah. Fucking Greg Paulus. Fucking goat, dude. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What did you have any other predictions for any of these? Um, a lot of talk about Franklin moving. I think Franklin probably stays unless like a massive, massive job opens up in the East Coast. Oh, okay. So I, just, I, like, I don't think he leaves my, or, uh, Penn State for Miami. Do you think he'd make like a lateral move to like Michigan? Uh, it's a better fit, but no. I don't think Harbaugh's going to leave Michigan. I don't think so either. I was just kind of a, uh, that was just kind of a hypothetical. Like everyone, I mean, damn, I mean, if Florida opens up. Would he go to Florida? I think he would go to Florida. Yeah. I think that's a good fit for him. If they get rid of Mullen for some reason, I think, yeah, Franklin. Although I think. Florida might be kind of tired of like weirdo loudmouths. Um, yes I, and no. Is Dan Mullen a weirdo? He is a weirdo. I don't know he's if he's a, a loudmouth. Yeah, he is for sure. But Franklin's a different kind of. He's like more of a Tony Robbins type. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's just, are they. Well, what's funny is they do want a weirdo loudmouth because they want those Spurrier years back, kind of. Even though Urban was more successful, Spurrier's like their god. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. McIlwain, not a loudmouth, but a weirdo. Didn't, Fucked a shark. Yeah, did, yeah, didn't work out. Now Dan Mullen, weirdo, loudmouth, didn't work out. But I mean, I, I just they might be a li- they might have a little bit of a fatigue on that. Dan Mullen looks like a rancor. Dan Mullen, yeah, looks he's, like hun- a, he's hunched over like a, ra- a rancor. Okay, I, was, I, the, I went, the pit, the creature that live in the pit. Yeah, the job yeah, of the yeah, hut. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Dan Mullen. Never thought about it like that, but okay. Uh, I could see Franklin to Florida, and I, that'd be a good hire. He, he can he can recruit. Speaking of like weird Tony Robbins type, like is PJ Fleck in the mix for one of these jobs? I think Fleck and Campbell are on the move for sure. Actually, PJ Fleck would be a great Washington hire, but I think that's, I guess that's a that's not a lateral move, but it's like that's a much better job than fucking Minnesota. It's just like, eh. like it's what? not it's eh. it's a gradual. Washington play. has a history. Minnesota hasn't had a history since like the 30s. I think it's the 50s, but yes. Okay. But they stroked themselves off to it. I'll never forget being shit-talked by Minnesota fans on Twitter when we played them in <laughs> the Citrus Bowl. And I was like, Who, where did you people come from? What? And I was like, this is Minnesota? USC's the total wild card because I have no idea who they're going to hire. Fleck would be really good for USC. Fickle actually. obviously makes sense in your head when you're like, oh, he'll, he'll just follow his AD. Mm-hmm. He'll pull the Danny White and Josh Heupel thing. Yeah. But I just don't see Fickle in L.A. So P.J. Fleck is more of an offensive guy, too. Yeah. So that's a good fit for USC. Yeah. And I could see him rallying the city of, like, or I guess the area yeah. to get hype about. In, in terms of just, like, purely, sty- USC football. purely stylistically, Fleck is a good fit for USC. Yeah. Uh, and actually, stylistically, Fickle's a pretty good fit for LSU. This Cincinnati team, in a lot of ways, is just like a kind of finesse LSU, like classic LSU team. 
like yeah. defense first, but like a good like a quarterback that's we like we need good. to stop pretending the SEC plays defense now. They don't, other than Georgia now. Yeah, except Georgia, who's plays the best, who has defense maybe of all the greatest time. defense of all time. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing though: there's only so much you can do to stop an offense in football, right? Like it's not like Alabama suddenly doesn't have guys on defense. The difference is the Big Twelve never even had guys on defense, right? Mm. Like. They'd have some like de- two teams a year. Yeah. Like TCU, Gary Patterson defense would usually kind of step up. Obviously, that was not the case this year. Right. But like they still, I mean, these defenses in the SEC are still fucking loaded with four and five stars. Here's a wild card for you Gundy. He's does, not going anywhere. Does Gundy go anywhere? He's a free man. <laughs> he lives free. <laughs> yeah. It might be a problem uh, if he went anywhere else with his like. I guess his OAN takes. Yeah, maybe. Not at LSU or something. LSU would fit. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. I, is Gundy big enough for LSU? Yeah, they would be super into that. They'd be stoked for him, right? Yeah, they would be super duper stoked for that. I, Lincoln Riley would be terrible at LSU. That's all I know. I would not be happy. Like, you, you would act happy as an LSU fan because I guess the upside is massive. But like realistically, like you just have to look at what he keeps delivering. And, it, and it's just not, not going to work. Oh no, we're going against the uh, the written house verdict. Oh, is that coming out? I think it's coming out right now. Woohoo! Either way. Well, anyway, let's get into some ads. Okay. While we do, let's do let's do some fucking live ads. Let's do it. Starting out with Ghostbed. Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros is where you can go to get the best beds in the world. You sleep on one. Sleep on one every night. Every night. Uh said this on Softcore History, but I'll kinda reiterate what I said. Um my sister, her dog, she's had it for about a year. Uh, it's been pretty indifferent towards me, mm-hmm. and up until I got a ghost bed, and now he will not leave my room. He just sleeps on the ghost bed all day. He's on that bed, loves that cooling technology, probably. I, I guess. Yeah, something. Uh, Certainly not me. <laughs> no, no, it's the it's the bed. No, ghost beds are like super comfortable. They're the best beds in the world. We have one in the studio. I can attest that that thing is comfortable as shit. Um, and right now they're running two awesome deals. That uh, you can find at ghostbed.com forward slash drinker bros. I'll tell you about them in order of the size of the discount. Both discounts are large, but one is larger than the other. Uh, the first one is they're doing a bundle deal. So it's a mattress and an adjustable base. One of their four mattresses and an adjustable base. And then you build on whatever you want from there. Uh, sheets, pillows, both of, with all, both of which also have cooling technology. A mattress topper if you want to turn another one of your mattresses into something more akin to a ghost bed level of comfort. Or if you just need like an, another mattress or two, like maybe you moved into a new house, so you got to replace just your older mattresses. Whatever. You can toss anything in there. It just has to start out with one of their four mattresses and an adjustable base, and you will get 40% off. A 40% discount on your entire cart. And then if you need to shop a little more uh, uh, pick and choose, a little more a la carte, uh, that's fine too. They're doing, a, a, again, a, at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. They're running a, a deal where if you put in the promo code drinking bros, you will get 30% off anything, whether it's just pillows uh, or like the whole shebang, like mattress sheets, pillows, another mattress. But you just like maybe you didn't need, maybe you already have bed frames or something, so you don't need an adjustable base. Uh, you'll still get 30% off if you uh, use the code drinking bros at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. And uh, these mattresses are great. It's a $35 a month. Uh, you can finance it for like $35 a month, zero down, 0% financing. Um, God, what else? Made in America. You can try it 101 nights for free. If you don't like it, you can send it back. Um, yeah, 20-year warranty. Anything you want out of a mattress, you're going to get uh, with GhostBed. They are legitimately the best mattress makers in the world, and they make them here in the United States. So that's pretty tight, too. Next up, uh, we're going to do picks for this week in a minute, and might as well talk about where we make our picks, and that is at MyBookie. From all the biggest games to the smallest events, uh, you can make every bet worth your while with MyBookie. You can start by doubling your first deposit instantly uh, with MyBookie's first deposit bonus. Double your money uh, before you even place a bet, and all you have to do is sign up and deposit using the exclusive promo code DRINKINBROS at MyBookie. There are a ton of good games and prop bets to take advantage of this week. We're going to give you a bunch of them uh, in just a minute for all the unranked teams, because we... Well, A, we talk about this because Ross and Dan do the, do the main show, but also we kind of like betting these games more. Feels like we have an edge. Yeah. Even though it's probably not true. Right. I think you have a slight edge because I think anything that less money is going in on. There's Vegas, less data points. There's less data points and Vegas puts less work into yeah. it, even if it's just a fraction of less work. That's still, still an edge, still makes a difference. So we like to bet on that. And that's why we love betting on college basketball, too. 
uh, especially random games, because that is purely, I think, formula-driven. That's They're throwing shit against the wall. Right. Yeah. So listen to our college basketball show uh, so you can make picks in that sport. Every Tuesday. Yeah, every Tuesday. You can make picks for that sport on MyBookie as well. Don't wait any longer. Head to MyBookie today to redeem your double deposit bonus with the promo code DRINKINGBROS. And for those of you who've been asking, MyBookie.com is the exact same website as MyBookie.ag. Different address, same website, so don't panic. It'll redirect you. Yeah, Yeah. you're all good. Same account, everything. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Let's get into some uh, some picks here. Uh, yep. Oh well, you can recap what's going on. So last week I went five hundred nine nine. Uh, so whatever. Uh, you went twelve and seven. I think over the last month I'm actually like obliterating you. Maybe, um, but you're still. But I, I had behind. a pretty bad first first month. Also yeah. last week you weren't very good. I know last you're week I wasn't, but I think three week. out of the four weeks I've been been pretty fucking. Good. So you're only a game behind in the win column, right? But uh. Eight. Significantly back. I'm eight in back losses. in the loss column. It's fine. So I'm 106, 85, and four on the season. You're 105, 93, and four. You didn't put the percentages this time. I can though. do it for you. Yeah, just I want, give me I want, a sec. I want to know the percentages. I want to All see right. how I'm fucking doing. I assume you're floating at like 55 to 56 still. I'd imagine, right? So that so would put me probably at like 51, 52. Plus 85. So 191. So 106 divided by 191. Just doing some math. 55.49. Okay. So 55.5%. All right. Just doing some math live on air. It's an exciting show. It is. Yeah. Uh, well, everyone just switched on to the verdict. So that's always good. Hey, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, the verdict's not, if the jury is just coming in, the verdict's not going to be announced for another like 15 minutes. So you've bet 198 games, so 105 divided by 198 would be for your 53%. 53? That's not too fucking bad, baby. Let's go. Yeah. I'm, only two, I'm only two percentage points behind you. You are. I'm feeling fucking good. All right, let's get in on this shit. All right, so uh, tonight we got Air Force as a pick em, like at Nevada, my wolf pack, over-under is 53 and a half. Uh, this is a great game. This is a great game for a Friday. It is. Wait, so it, it moved to a pick because Nevada opened at one-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, it's a pick now. That's interesting. Sean's up there making noises in the tower. I don't know what's going on. Um, Not guilty? Yeah, well, that's what we saw coming anyway. Uh, we'll talk about that on the show today, I guarantee, on the main channel, so I'm not going to get into it now. Um, I like Nevada here. Home game. Home pick them. Fuck it. Give me Nevada. Right. Stop giggling up there. God damn it. God, he's just stroking off to the, the yeah. not guilty verdict. This doesn't change your life at all. No, nothing, nothing <laughs> changes. You'll forget about this in, a, in like, I don't know, three weeks. Literally. Like, this will have no effect in your You're life. You're not owning the libs. No one's owning anyone with this. It's fucking... <laughs> it's just a court case. F. Oh, it's, shut... God damn yes. it. It's good for America, Rob. Yeah, sure. It's, I mean, I, justice being served is good for America. So, yeah, if this, is a, this is probably the just verdict. So that's fine. That's good for America. Uh, but, shut Sean's life off, uh, please. Yeah. yeah. Shut, can we just go up? G- Georgia, we just choke him out? At least put him unconscious. Um, I like Nevada here. Okay. I'm going to go with the over. I think both teams can put up points. Um, should be an easy over. Going with the over? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next up, we have Florida State at Boston College. Your boys over under fifty four and a half. Florida State's getting one and a half. It's so bizarre. Florida State's getting one and a half. Yeah. So that swung all the way around because Boston College opened as one and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. This is a game that I like. Don't even want to bet. This is a tricky, annoying game, right? Like, what do you feel from this game? Uh, I like Florida State. I love Florida State here. They're kind of hot right now. Yeah. Um, Just way more talent. And what is this? Florida State's the favorite? No, no, no. They're getting one and a half. It's at Boston College. Okay, so Boston College. I'm sorry. So Boston College is a one and a half point favorite. Yeah. Um, Let me see something. They're your boys. I know. Golden Eagles. sorry. I'm looking up the weather. Chestnut Hill. Saturday, 46, 37 degrees. Give me BC in the cold. Okay. Uh, next up, Rutgers catching 17 at Penn State over under 46 and a half. That's a gross game. It's a lot. Is Penn State unranked points. though? Did Penn State drop out? Yeah, they're not ranked. Shit. I guess, I, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, man, this game is 
stupid. I don't know what to... Uh, I'm going to ride with Rutgers. I'm going to ride with the Shiano, man. To cover 17? Yep. Let me see what Penn State's done. Because Penn State has a couple blowouts. Yeah, they do. Like uh, Penn State, when Clifford's kind of feeling himself, they roll. Yeah, so Penn State's 6-4. and four, You know, tight game against Michigan. Beat up Maryland. Uh, Illinois beat them, which is hilarious. In nine overtimes. Yeah. I actually don't really trust them to cover this. They just, they haven't actually been blowing people out that much. Uh, yeah, I got to take Rutgers here as well to cover. Mm, I hate that. I know, you but agree. it's just, I'm not, I can't, I just can't do that. Okay. Uh, Texas catching three at West Virginia over under 56 and a half. Man, it, it would be hilarious if Texas loses this game. West Virginia is not a fun place to play. No, but like, there's no way Texas loses this, right? You got to think. Like, like after last week, five-game losing streak. They're going to lose six straight. Are they just broken right now? They could be. But I don't think West Virginia has an offense that can, like... Well, then, then again, you could say the same thing about Kansas. So, Right, and also, te- West Virginia's defense is okay. Yeah. Um, and I was going to say like, oh, they've been tough at home, but like, no, they've been just all over the place. Like they lost to tech at home, but then they beat TCU on the road. They beat Iowa state at home. So that's a good win. But I just like, think a lot of people are going to be on West Virginia and super I, down on Texas. So I'm going to, I'm going to ride with Texas. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I, I don't know what to, to make of the line. Um, I do think, let me double check this. I like the over. Just give me the over. Because okay. Texas clearly doesn't stop people from scoring. No, and they score points. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, Texas State catching 24 at Coastal. Dios mio. Over under 60. Coastal coming off a loss to Georgia State. Yeah, but Georgia State's a little bit of an up-and-comer. They're pesky. Yeah. 5-5 five and five this year. Kind of a disappointing season for Georgia State. Yeah. Uh, Texas State stinks on the road at Coastal. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, I'll take the points on that. What is it? 24. Just an even 24? Okay, I'll take I, that. I will ride with my Bobcats. Okay, look That's at you. It's a lot you. of points. 24, I think Coastal wins by 21. Like, it'll be a blowout. Okay. But maybe Coastal backdoor, or uh, Texas State backdoor. You know what? Fuck this. Give me the over, too. Okay, well, look at you, fire. All right. Because Coastal is going to roll. 60 points. Yeah. All right. I'll write you down for that. Cool. Uh, I, can, I, think you can, I think you can pencil in Coastal for 50. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could agree with that. Uh, but they're not covering 24. So <laughs> eat them up. Well, then I break even on the game, and that's fucking fine. Yeah. Washington minus seven at Colorado over under 43. <sighs> Washington is another one of those schools where I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. They just fired their coach. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Lake gone. Have a job opening. Uh, I mean, it's, I guess losing to Arizona State kind of sucks. I don't know. They beat Stanford. That's, they're better than. Everyone's beating Stanford. They're better than Colorado. Little McKee's back this week for Stanford, so. Yeah. Washington certainly hasn't looked good. They haven't really gotten, like, killed by anyone, though. They just don't have a quarterback. I guess by Michigan, but Michigan's really good, so. Um, yeah, this is an interesting game. They, I mean, they hang around. What's the line? Seven. Washington what? minus seven. Yeah, give me a half point, and I'll take Washington. All right, I'm going to go Colorado, plus the seven at home. Okay. Home dog of the week. Uh, Minnesota, minus seven at Indiana, over under is 43 and a half. You love Minnesota, too. He's another team you love. I do like Minnesota. Hold on, let me look at this game. Minnesota, minus seven. Oh, yeah, I won't even buy a point. Give me mini. All right, I'm going to ride with Indiana. Uh, that over under is kind of low. I feel like let me look 43 at forty three and a half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Minnesota scores. Give me the over. Oh yeah, give me the over. S and P plus has it over by seven points. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, East Carolina minus four at Navy. Over under is forty six and a half. I believe Navy hasn't lost a uh, was it? Se- Does Navy have senior night or whatever? Whatever their senior night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game is uh, in like I don't know, like a decade or something. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I East don't... Carolina just made a bowl game for the first time in okay. 
like five years. Yeah. Riding high. Yep. Uh, maybe a little look ahead spot here. A little trap game. They got Cincinnati next week. All right. I'm just going to, I'm going to stick to my guns here and say, fuck the troops. You're going with ECU? Going with ECU. We're out with Navy. Finally, we're getting some fucking disagreement here. Also, uh, this is, might be a, this is a big make or break week. We only have another week after this, so. Let me, I, I need to do a little investigation on this over, too. We'll have to reevaluate points, too, for the bowl games. Oh, yeah, because we need to do a full bowl specta- shitty bowl spectacular show. We'll have show. to do a shitty bowl spectacular show. Yeah. That's headlined by, like, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Mm, that's, our, that's our Super Bowl. <laughs> we should have them send us to one of the shitty bowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go, I mean, we, we could go, at very least go to, like, go to San Antonio. That we go to the Alamo Bowl or the Texas Bowl in Houston, both are. Yeah, I I guess I'd prefer to go to the Alamo Bowl because the Alamo Dome is like right next to Riverwalk. Don't, isn't the uh, FCS championship also in Denton or uh, somewhere in North Texas? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, do they just play at North Texas's stadium? Or no, it's in Frisco. That's where it is. Oh, yeah, random. It's always JMU. It's always JMU versus like North Dakota State. Yeah, there are some very they people talk about it always being the same teams in D one college football, but FCS Division yeah, at least two they is, earn it though they get there because they gotta go through the playoff. That's true. They do go through the playoffs. Uh, I'll stay away from the over. Okay, so you're just going East Carolina. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, your boys. So we got Florida minus eight and a half in Columbia, Missouri. Over under sixty nine. I want Mizzou with the points. And I want Mizzou money line. I'm double betting on that. Florida is broken. They are broken. Rob, look, look at me right now, or look, look in your monitor. Yeah. How many times have you seen me make this mistake live <laughs> on air here? Here's the thing, though. Florida's broken. They're, they're just dead inside. Mullen knows he's, like, done. He's cooked. Yeah. It's gonna. I I like Mizzou to win, and now Mizzou is. This is a nightmare year for Missouri, and we're threatening for a bowl game. Like we went through the whole year feeling basically like we were like, Giorgio. You just don't know how good of a job Drinkowitz is doing. You right? don't understand. You don't how understand good how good of a coach he is, despite his record, despite all evidence to the contrary. He's such a good coach. Uh, what? <laughs> What do you mean despite his record? He's like a game under 500 that at an inha- a program he inherited that was in a nightmare situation and nightmare situation? Free- How is it a nightmare situation? It's Mizzou football. You're always 500. You're nah. always around. You're 7 and 5. You're 8 and 4. You're just jealous that we've been closer to a national championship than you have. That's not true. We ha- we are in true. the record books under the Coley matrix. Yeah, that is uh, an insane statement. I'm sorry. I respect computers. Do you? No, not, I don't respect troops. I don't respect computers. This is my slave. I don't respect it. They're going to take over one day. Yeah. And they'll, they'll hang the banner for us. <laughs> That's their first order of business. It's just fucking, yeah, hanging a banner for you. Um, if it was the BCS, they would. Dude, we're, I mean, if, if Drinkwitz's first two years in a coming to a program that left the cupboard completely bare he makes a bowl game in both of those years yeah i think i think that's a pretty good fucking job six wins that's going 500 when you have nothing in the cupboard is a good job no no, i'm not gonna listen to that from someone whose school went 0 and 12 since i've known you that's because george o'leary decided (laughs) george o'leary checked out just like a he was also our athletic director at the time, and it was like this is too many things for me to handle, and he quit game three. Oh my god, I don't care. He, he also wanted me. he wanted to have the perfect bookend because he started at UCF zero and twelve. You got to finish zero and twelve. I suppose that's somehow true. That's not even the worst thing he's done in his career. What's the worst thing he's done in his career? Well, he killed a kid. Oh, what yeah. did he, did he do that for his career? Out in the streets, they call it. Murder. Was that like it? Was it like a kid on a football field, or was, uh, it, yeah. or was he, it like a Bayheim situation? He ran a UCF kid into the ground. That'll do it. Yeah, just kept making him do uh, wind sprints till yeah. he died. Well, I don't know, hard nosed guy. Yeah, uh, but then he—I he, mean, the reason he lied about Notre Dame was 
obviously to cover up and run kids into the ground. So right. when you think George O'Leary, you just think, oh yeah, he lied on his resume to Notre Dame. Yeah. Not, oh, he ran a kid into the ground, the actual ground. Yeah. That's smart. That's smart of him. Yeah. Control the narrative. Uh, yeah. I like, I like both of these things here. Uh, this is my money line dog of the week. I'm finally picking a big spread. They're, they're like plus 235 or something like that. I'm proud of you. Uh, this next game, I'm actually, or, or I'll take the over in that game for Florida Mizzou, 69. Okay. Um, I hope it just it hits perfectly. I want to push on that game. Uh, all right. Yeah. It actually wouldn't surprise me if the under hit. For sure. But um, I don't trust your defense. I don't trust Florida's defense. That's fair. I'm all fair points. I'm not, not disagreeing with that. Uh, next up, we got Louisiana at Liberty over under is 53 and a half. This is my money line dog of the week. I will take the Thank you, Georgio. I, I actually, will take the four and a half, and I will take the money line, so I'll double down. Okay. It's at Liberty, right? Yep. All right, I'll take, take the Flames. Why do you uh, like Liberty so much? Because you don't walk into the Holy Land and leave with the victory. The Holy Land? Yeah. It is like a really nice campus, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they have a lot of money. Like, uh, what's, what is Liberty's endowment? It's probably something insane for a school that's not very old. Probably, yeah. Because they're just sponsored by Jesus. a cult. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh, yeah, they have a $1.71 billion endowment. Damn. Would you ever go to Liberty? How much money would you have to be paid to go to Liberty? Um, a lot. Like, it wouldn't just be, a for, like, for free for a scholarship. Because you can't do fun college shit. You can't do it at BYU either. I know. I would, that would be even worse, to be honest. Would you be a D1 athlete at BYU, if given the chance? Could I tell you something hilarious? Yeah. Liberty's endowment is $1 billion, and UCF's endowment is $162 million. Yeah. That, that is incredible. They have 10 times the endowment. That doesn't surprise me. That's fair. We're not backed by yeah. God. We have uh, the same endowment. Missouri's endowment is the same as Louis. They crossed $1 billion, like when we were in school. Yeah. Remember that was like the big deal. Yeah. But like, what's Liberty's total? Uh, we're $1.74 billion, Missouri is. Uh, for reference, Harvard is $53 billion. Uh, yeah, we're, we're and they're, Liberty's $1.71 Nobody billion. talks about how bad Harvard's football team's been. I know. It's pathetic. Why can't they throw money at it? They could. Like, they really could. Like Stanford kind of does, I feel and like. And honestly, now that, now that college sports is becoming a bit more professionalized, why not make yourself the premier school for that profession? Right? You're already like a premier school for law, for medicine, for other. And then Ryan Fitzpatrick just comes in and yeah. rehauls the, the football program. Right? Why not? Yeah. Or at least basketball. I don't know. You they open like, they a, like a sports business college? The Ivy League's actually been pretty good in basketball this year, despite not playing last year. They always are, they're always a really actually interesting campus. Well, yeah. I mean, whoever wins the Ivy always is in that 12-5 upset in the tournament. This also says Liberty has 95,000 students. <laughs> Active? Yeah. No. 45,000. It's got to be online. Yeah. It has got to be like half online. You think? Online. Yeah. Although, by the way, that's how Arizona State juices their numbers. I have a fraternity brother who got his entire, an entire post-grad degree from Arizona State online, living in Chicago. Oh, dude, every school does it. Like, uh, my buddy wanted to go to an SEC school. Yeah. Uh, so he went to Old Miss, but he ne- he's never stepped foot on campus. That's insane. He got his MBA from Old Miss. I mean, that's probably online. how things should be in a lot of ways. But-, <laughs> but the fact that you have to pay for it, it should be discounted, right? You would think so. You're taking quite a bit less of their uh, resources to get that education. That's true. Um, anyway, give me liberty. Or give you debt. That is what Scott Vint yeah. famously once or a million times has said. All right. Oh, so you're doubling up to money line and points? Money line and points okay. on uh, the Raging Cajuns. Uh, next up, we got UCLA minus three at USC over under 65 and a half. This is stupid. This line is stinky as hell. But I will still take. I will, I will fall victim, and I will take the Bruins. I will take UCLA. Uh, let's look at this because I believe Jackson Dart is starting for USC. Great, great quarterback name. That is a 
fantastic quarterback name, 100%. So UCLA is pretty historically bad in this. Uh, I'm trying to full game. There we they go. blew it last year. I think they lost by one, right? Something like kind that. Kind of been eating at them all year. They lose a lot of games they shouldn't. So they have won. I mean, they've been dominated. Obviously, you can't really take into account anything in the Pete Carroll era, per se. But they've they've lost the last two and five out of the last six. Mm-hmm. They've been getting worked. I know UCLA is the better team this year, probably. You got Chip. Yeah, I just, I kind of, it's so hard to trust them. Uh, give me USC. Okay. Home dog. Home dog. All right. Uh, Auburn minus seven and a half at South Carolina. Over under is 44 and a half. I believe Bo Nix is out. Don't care. Thank South you. Carolina is awful. I guess give me a half point because it's a road game. If this was at Auburn, I wouldn't even care. I watched Missouri like work over South Carolina last week. I know the score ended up being close because we got kind of dumb at the end of the game, but like South Carolina was helpless. I agree. I'll, I'll buy that half point too, and I'll just roll with you minus seven. Yeah. Uh, Cal minus two at Stanford. Over Ooh, rivalry game. Tanner McKee's back. Um, I like Stanford there. I like I love Cal actually. Why do you love Cal? Cal's actually not been that bad. They suck. Cal is very bad. No, Justin Wilcox is a good coach. Um you know, Gerbers is whatever as a quarterback. They should have a better defense than they do, but I don't think Stanford's going to score on them. Could we talk about their last game? Mhm. Cal's. Yeah, what about? Them? What happened? What happened? Uh Arizona beat them. Ten to three. <laughs> that was two weeks ago, though, right? So yeah, it was November sixth was when the game was played. Uh, they got worked pretty decently by Washington State. Weird shit happens at Berkeley where they can't like practice. Yeah, it's always a protest. <laughs> yeah. No. They also think they still have COVID shit that they have to probably. Give me Stanford. I don't trust Cal. All right, I'll take Cal. Uh, Virginia Tech plus seven and a half at Miami over under 56 this is a weird line. Yeah, that is a weird line. Also, I mean, Miami's getting better and it's at Miami, which is big, but this is the type of line. These are the games I hate to bet on because it, it, it like, I don't trust hurt. betting on games for like, oh yeah, Virginia Tech will cover seven and a half unless I think Virginia Tech has a chance to upset them. Like, which I don't know that they do. I, yeah, I'll take Virginia Tech. I just, Miami's so fucking schizo. Like, uh, they're just so inconsistent. I think Burmeister might still be hurt. Maybe that's why the line is so big. Uh, okay. who'd, who'd you go with? Virginia Tech. Okay, I'm also going VT. Boo. And our last game of the night Arizona State minus three in Corvallis, over under 59. I love the Beavers. I love, I love beavers. I love the over. Definitely give me the over. Um, this is the type of game that Arizona State just loses, really. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a valuable teaching lesson for Herm. Yep. Yep. He's going to build better men. Yeah. Doesn't matter if the record is uh, an indication of success. It's what you do off the field. That's what, that's what matters. But you know what? Honestly, just to be difficult and different, I'm going Oregon State, though, by the way. Plus, I know. So I'm going Arizona State. Okay. And the over? And the over. All righty. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. That's, right. that's so, fine with me. Quick recap. Uh, Rob has Nevada. I have the over for that game. Rob has Boston College. I have Florida State. We both went Rutgers. You went over in the Texas-West Virginia game. I went Texas. Uh, you went Coastal in the over in the Coastal-Texas State game. I went Texas State. Uh, you went Washington. Uh, I went Colorado. Uh, you went Minnesota in the over. I went Indiana. You went East Carolina. I went Navy. So a lot of different opinions here. I'd love to see it. Good, good, good. That's uh, what we need. That's what you need. You went Mizzou both with the points and the money line. I, I just went with the game. over. You went Liberty. I went Lafayette with the money line and the points. You went UC, or USC. I went UCLA. We both went Auburn. You went Stanford. I went Cal. We both went Virginia Tech. And then you went over in Arizona State, and I went Oregon State. That was a quick recap of 
all the games we just covered. We will also post those on the Drinking Bro Sports page on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to see those and track those. Okay. Need um, a random game. Random game. That's right. I'm taking uh, Purdue oh, at Before North- that, what should we pick as our, uh, our fight club game of the week? Uh, Not that it matters. Mizzou? Did you I, even I, take I, a lot? No, you didn't I took take the over. Any. Yeah. Because you, th- you kind of think Mizzou can win. Can we go too. Washington, Colorado? Do you uh, feel strong about that? Minnesota, Indiana? Or BC, Florida State? We've done enough BC. Let's, <laughs> let's go. I, I'll do, uh, and we've done Minnesota too, haven't we? Mm-hmm. We will do that. What's the other one? Uh, Cal Stanford. No, no, no. The one you said before that? I didn't hear. Uh, we could go UCLA, USC. Yeah, let's do that. It's a big right. game. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my random game of the week, I'm taking Purdue to cover, uh, what is it, 11? Uh, opened at 11. Let me see what the line is now. Um, Purdue, just fucking. Just need, search it. I, yeah, fucking I'm better cook. searching on, on my bookie than I am at Googling it. Um, let me see here. But I like Purdue to cover pretty much regardless. I think they're going to work. Northwestern's so bad. Uh, so Purdue's currently an 11-point favorite. Give me Purdue. All right. Let's see here. Kind of going through. Tonight, don't like any other game tonight. San Diego State UNLV is interesting, but that is also not a... Yeah. San Diego State is ranked. I always forget that. You know what? I'm going to lay a big boy number. I want the Army. I respect the troops. Minus yeah. 36 against UMass. All right. Army lane 36 is insane, but I will, I will do hilarious. that. That's I don't a, think UMass has any answers for fucking yeah. Army's offense. So. I'm, pa- I'm passing you this week. I don't think so. This is it. Probably not. Oh, you're going to see my ass for the rest. What if I don't pass? What if, I hope I pass you from the Bulls, actually. I hope I tie you and then we get... You know what? We, I, think, I hope we both have two good weeks today or uh, this week. And uh, next week, you kinda, you're, maybe you're up on me, right? Mm. And then I just smoke you. No, I want it to come down to bowl season. Yeah, it needs to go into the bowls. Yeah, I want it to come down to. I want. I want us to be watching the Duke's Mayo Bowl, like on the edge of, or the like seats. the Big Bad Motor, Motors Bowl. Yeah, we need to. I want to know all of that. Can that, you, they got to send us to the Big Boy or Bad Boys Motor Bowl. Yeah, one hundred Tampa live. Yeah, Georgia can come. We'll go to like the Hooters. Hell yeah! When is it? Look it up real quick. I don't know. Bad Boy Motor Bowl. Mm-hmm. That will be played. Come on, where the fuck goes? Uh, twenty twenty one. It's a, it's definitely this year. Uh, it's December twenty first. It's a Gasparilla Bowl at this point. Okay, December twenty first. Okay, I think yeah. maybe we uh we wrap Raymond up. James. We wrap up here and then we go down there for our Christmas break. A little Raymond James. I'll we'll, I'll drive over to fucking Tampa for a day and then go to Philly. <laughs> yeah, works for me. All right. All right, that's all we got for this week. As always, like and subscribe. Tell your friends who have uh, fandoms of shitty teams yeah. that there is a podcast for them. And uh, go ahead and check out Softcore History, uh, me and Rob's history podcast of the softcore variety. Mm-hmm. Um, we covered a pretty cool uh, jail baseball team this week. We did. They were death row inmates and rapists playing to have their sentences reduced or their lives uh, saved. 1911 Wild West was a wild time it was wild the wild west was pretty wild it's crazy it's what i heard all right that's all i got we'll uh, see you later see you